góðan daginn. You are listening to the Reykjavík Greipa. Iceland's foremost English publication on Icelandic news, culture, travel and more. Welcome to Kovikast. My name is Valu Grettisson. I'm editor-in-chief at Reykjavík Greipaen. This is our 11th episode. Uh, well, with me today is Poppy Askham, uh, which is in England right now. Uh, she's an intern with us, uh, and we're going to go over this a little bit later on. She is not in Iceland anymore, but she was like, she came in in, in the beginning <laughs> of March, but didn't really see where, <laughs> where the world was heading at the time. Uh, but before we go into that, uh, we want to go over a few few things. Uh, how many are uh, have the COVID nineteen in Iceland right now? What the government are doing, and uh, and they actually put some laws on the greedy bankers, uh, like the greedy, the greedy capitalism, and uh, which could be interesting. Uh, and yeah, and in the end, we're going to go a little bit over uh, the situation in the UK. So welcome to the COVID cast uh, at Regia Greipa. First of all, uh, and this is what everybody's uh, basically waiting for, it's the numbers. We broke 1,000 uh, yesterday. We don't have the numbers for today. Uh, but the, the freshest numbers are that we are now with 1,020 people with the COVID-19. Uh, those are like 57 more than before, uh, which is not, it's, it's lower actually than we have had the past few days. We had like, uh, it's been like from, uh, 70 up to like 80, 90 people per day. So they're going down. Perhaps it will stay like that, hopefully. Uh, also, uh, 9,531 people are quarantined right now, uh, which is like, uh, it's like what, two, up to 3% of the nation. <laughs> so it is quite a lot. Uh, also, 4,700 people are not anymore in quarantine. So we're, we're getting, we're, finally, we're getting like more people out of quarantine. Uh, 15,000 samples have been taken uh, and 15 people are at uh, hospitals and of, there of uh, seven in life support machines, like in, 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 what do you call it, like critical, not critical, like in, in health, uh, what's, the number, what's the word, Bobby, when you're like really sick? Like, <laughs> like, um... Yeah, it's gas critical. In, critical intensive, care? intensive intensive care, care. Yeah, yeah. So um... yeah, <laughs> completely forgot. <laughs> so um, this is like uh, more than we uh, feared, uh, but uh, also we have, of course, there are still only two that have died from the COVID in Iceland: one man from Australia, and one woman in in her seventies. Uh, uh, also, so yeah, it's. It's getting worse, I guess, but uh, I hope this is like we're, we're peaking or something like right now. Uh, there is a bill in the parliament where like, uh, uh, yeah, where like uh, they want to put, yeah, they want to put 30 billion Icelandic krona into the like Icelandic uh, business life in this year. And uh, 30 billion is, uh, I'm not sure how it is in, 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 in euros or, or dollars. Uh, also, uh, the, like, what do you call it, the, the minority at, at, at Parliament, uh, they, they actually want to pay uh, the healthcare workers uh, 200,000, like, for good work, basically. So that could be interesting. It hasn't been uh, voted for it, uh, but it, it's going to be probably today that we're going to see how that will go. And if the health workers get those 200,000 Icelandic kronos, it's, it's like up to, like, 
$1,500, which is pretty nice, I guess. It's a money that they could, they could use. Also, uh, they, the Prime Minister of Iceland, Katrin Jakobsdóttir, she announced yesterday that uh, dividends or like profits with companies will not be paid out from companies that take bridging, bridging loans. So it will be like illegal to do it. Uh, new loans is like uh, it's like loans with state guarantees that the government intends to provide to companies that have suffered severe income and contraction due to the COVID-19 epidemic. And uh, yeah, the Prime Minister announced this yesterday. She also stated that it will also be illegal to buy your own shares in the company if you take the same loans. So you can't, uh, I don't know, Poppy, if you remember like uh, 2008, but uh, there were like, a, <laughs> yeah, the, the bailouts and all of this. It was a huge yeah. concern at the time. And this is like, uh, hopefully something that they are learning from that, that you can't like get the money from, from the government and just pay yourself immediately like 100 million kona in, in That would be ideal. In, in a profit, <laughs> yeah. Also, the Icelandic government intends to compensate Iceland air. Uh, like, it's like uh, our only uh, Icelandic uh, air, air uh, airline, yeah. airline uh, today. Uh, and uh, and they're going to like pay them uh, uh, up to 100 million to the airline over the next three weeks to keep like uh, uh, our borders open, basically, so you can come to Iceland and get away from Iceland. Uh, so the government last Friday decided to make an agreement with Iceland to continue flights to Boston and London uh, or Stockholm or, or all of these three places. Uh, this agreement was intended to ensure minimum transport to and from the country. And it was decided on Friday by the government. So, so we, we, have, we have an airline that is functioning, but uh, barely so, I guess. Uh, these are the, like, the biggest uh, like news this weekend that happened. Uh, it's, it's a little bit shocking that we are over 1,000 uh, when it comes to the COVID-19, but I mean, I don't know. We're on 20,000, so... Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it, it happens fast. Yeah. And, I, and how is it? Like, you, you came to us uh, in the beginning of March as an intern, uh, mm-hmm. and like three weeks later, you, you, you literally <laughs> like fled the country. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Tell us a little yeah, bit, think- what happened? So, yeah... Um, it's looking more likely that the UK is going to close its borders at some point that hasn't done it yet. So I flew home and I was a bit shocked by the airport. Like there were signs everywhere saying like two meters distance. And then you get on the plane and you're like sat like sardines. Like yeah. <laughs> You can't keep two meters yeah. on the plane. It's just ridiculous. Exactly. And it was really busy in Heathrow where I landed, mm-hmm. but like, the UK seems quite different from Iceland in terms of like public attitudes. Okay. So like, um, awesome. so we, obviously we've got lockdown at the minute, so we can leave for like to go to work if we can't work from home, to go for one bit of daily exercise, yeah. uh, to go to the shops or for healthcare reasons. That's the only reasons we can leave. But like last weekend, it was super sunny here. Uh, sorry, and- can I stop you? Wait, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> My, my kids are here and my dog, but sorry, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was really sunny and loads of people just ended up going to the park and it was like kind of like a holiday atmosphere, which was very strange. Yeah. And there's been like really bad reports of people breaking like lockdown measures. Like there was a party of 25 people that got busted by the police yesterday. And yeah. then like, yeah, there's been so many cases. There was a really horrible case um, 
just before I flew back where some teenagers coughed on a pensioner. What? Yeah, that was that was fun. So like the UK okay. seems to be taking it less seriously. I think I mean it's not everyone, like some people really are, and it's like changing now. Okay. But it's taken us a while to get into like how is the atmosphere? I mean, Boris Johnson has the COVID nineteen now. So, like, so that's just it, it, like it, wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody can get it, obviously, and it, it's yeah. And you, it, it must like freak a little bit people out that like even, even your prime minister has it. I think so. Like, so the prime minister's got it. The health minister Matt Hancock, I'm pretty sure, has got it. Yeah. Um, Prince Charles has got it. Yeah. You know, it's absolutely <laughs> everywhere. And I think that um, so like. Boris Johnson hadn't really been following his own advice, so a lot of people are <laughs> finding it, like, obviously he hasn't yeah. been social distancing if he's got it. Yeah, that's true. So quite a lot of people are quite annoyed with the response, like lots of um, healthcare workers have, like, complained a lot about what's yeah, going yeah. on, and so I think we're just beginning to get to sort of panic levels here, okay. but not quite. Iceland felt like people took it more seriously, but it was also, like, calmer and more like yeah. I don't know better better dealt with I felt safer in Iceland but yeah. but do you feel like you're getting like enough information in the UK and stuff like this or like are yeah, you so assured that like that the government is trying what all, all that they can and that, that they like have it under control in some ways so they've been doing um so a bit later than Iceland they started doing like press um, briefings every day so mm. they've caught up with Iceland in that respect and mm. before Boris Johnson got coronavirus yeah. he was doing um, his like night his evening addresses to the nation and like the BBC have been really good Guardian like all mm. the media outlets are really on it yeah but it appears <laughs> also that the, the, like the media is quite responsible it's like you would think yeah. that they would go more nuts somehow because of the gravity and the and the clickbaits are like it's a huge yeah <laughs> like uh, it's very tempting to go there i guess <laughs> yeah no they seem to be really good like um i think there's probably be some sort of briefing but it's, there seems to be sort of a this is for the national good you've got to set that aside to a certain extent sort of mm-hmm. presence okay. instincts but then in terms of like government like information, like mm-hmm. when I came back from Iceland, I didn't get any sort of sort of you must go into quarantine this, that, the other, which like mm-hmm. I know in Iceland, like if you're landing, you're in quarantine. Yeah, yeah. The government knows about you. Whereas yeah. I literally walked off a plane and walked home. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. not walked home, but you know what I mean. Yeah, so yeah. it feels like less personal in that way um i guess it's a much bigger country much harder to control of course i mean but how how is it like it's a it's like it was it's a mantra in iceland that we are Mm -hmm. all like the the civil guards in iceland somehow yeah Uh, and that's like what everybody's saying right now Uh, does it feel like in the uk i mean it's it's all about what people do and how they listen to the government and and how clear the message is i guess i mean are are they taking loose advice and like keeping themselves i mean inside and not really like it has felt on a couple of occasions like the government's telling us off for not doing what we should yeah um um, so like yeah the like boris johnson had to go on tv to tell everyone please stay at home i know we've told you to stay at home but please please stay at home like people aren't taking it that seriously i don't think Mm -hmm. so it's a bit disappointing yeah it it just it keeps this longer i know they're saying six months in the uk Six, six months, months till we're back out of lockdown or back to normal. I, yeah. I can't cope with six months. <laughs> I actually think that that will be the case for most countries. I mean, yeah, I know. I mean, of course, they, they will they will loosen things up slowly, but uh, it, it will 
But I mean, it, it's obviously, it, it's not a few weeks like everybody was saying just a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's going to be a fight for months, I guess. And, and, and the UK, I mean, it's, it's unclear like how they're, where they're going. I mean, 20,000 is like, it doesn't feel yeah. like much. I mean, uh, uh, compared we to have had a thousand two hundred deaths, which feels quite high in comparison yeah. to like yeah. other countries. And of course, but I mean, I don't know how testing are going, but you're you're also like you have these home tests, right? How does that work? So we the testing's kind of in a point of contention because only one hundred twenty-seven thousand people have been um, tested so far, which mm. is quite small given our population. Yeah. And they've only just managed to get enough tests to start testing healthcare workers so that they can get back into hospitals if because so many healthcare workers are isolating at the minute. So it's really, really tightly rationed. Like we don't have a decode. You can't just drive up and get yeah. tested. So only is like... There, is, is there like no tech companies like that? Genetic companies that... Uh, no, not really. Like no one stepped forward. And mm-hmm. I don't know... I suppose decode is much more embedded in like Icelandic society. It's much more, much more well known. Like yeah, Kauri yeah. already had a bit of a persona, whereas yeah, in the UK, I think, yeah, yeah I think people are more um, like reluctant here to let a private company sort yeah. of step in. Oh, yeah, naturally. Yeah. I mean, this was also a huge debate in Iceland uh, years ago, though. But uh, now they have often proved that they have they have our trust in so many ways. Yeah. So, but uh, I, I, I definitely understand that it's not that given to have like a private company to step in like this. And, but still, I mean, uh, it feels like uh, the bigger the country is, the bigger the help they need somehow. Because of, yeah. uh, I mean, the crowd control is incredibly complicated, uh, as well as like this testing. And this home testing is something that Icelandic government, as they say, they do not want to go with. They, they kind of like tell people it's not uh, really good for you or safe and 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 what you get out of the tests are not perhaps reliable. But they also say that it's a different kind of situation, like in the UK and Iceland. It's not, it's not necessary to do the home tests. Yeah. But it, it, of course, it's, it's, an, it's a simple uh, solution for the mass in, in the UK, for example. You have 60 millions, while in Iceland you have 350,000, you know. Yeah, no, it's uh, definitely something that would be very helpful in the coming days because, yeah, just mm-hmm. coordinating a drive-through thing would not work here at yeah. all. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so how are you doing? You you actually went to quarantine once. I mean, yeah, no. Yeah, I had like, so I, I was in Iceland for a whole, whole three weeks, you know, <laughs> really got a great experience. And for one week of those, I was self-isolating slash not yeah. knowing whether I should be in quarantine. Yeah. As yeah, I um, was in very, very brief contact with someone who tested positive. Mm-hmm. And so it was a bit of a nightmare. I had to call the authority, the health authorities, mm-hmm. and they couldn't register my foreign number. Yeah. So, and then I kept on getting different advice, different people t- telling me different things. And in okay. the end, I was told, unless I was called by the, the infection tracking squad, then I okay. didn't need to self-isolate because of the nature of the contact. It was just a really confusing experience. And yeah. I think a lot of tourists are going to find that if they get stuck in Iceland, like mm-hmm. which number to call. Yeah. It, yeah. The international number on like the COVID data website does connect. It's just often very busy. Yeah. And yeah, you got to yeah. call it at the right time. Yeah, I mean the only the only answer to this question is basically just go to COVID.is and and they have have it all in English and all the information. 
all the numbers and you can even contact a doctor through online and stuff like that. I have to say that website's much better than the UK equivalent. Like, it's a very yeah. good website. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's incredibly important that just people have the information and, and, and like and they can access the, the whole of it. But uh, but okay, uh, thanks for you know, talking to us, Poppy. And You're I welcome. Think, <laughs> I think we're, we're going to call it a day, but we'll be yeah. here again tomorrow. If not to Poppy, then with Hannah Jane or, or, or Sam O'Donnell or whoever. He's, he's American. It would be interesting to hear like his perspective when the, the US is now becoming the, like, the center of the epidemic, kind of. And it's, it's, it's looking, not looking good at the moment, unfortunately. Anyways, uh, I just want to remind you on, the, on our club, the High Five Club. Uh, we are, of course, in, like you know, uh, like the, the situation is, is weird. Uh, we need money. Uh, we love money, but uh, yep. but uh, and and if you if you want to uh, help us in some ways, uh, then please go to our homepage skypoint.is and you will easily find the link there uh, along with other news about the situation and just plain old culture. Do you remember when we were just doing culture? No, like, no. those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you for watching and see you tomorrow. Bye.